This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I am doing great, thank you. And in today's episode, we wanted to go over the topic of filing an application for an Italian citizenship by descent at an Italian consulate. Last time, we did an FAQ, uh, a part one, this is going to be part two of that episode. And in the last episode, we finished off with the question, how do you actually book your appointment? And this week, we are going to be going over, uh, or at least starting rather, with the question, can you apply with your family? Uh, of course, there is also an article on ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com uh, in the news and article section. The title is FAQ Filing an Application for Citizenship by Descent via an Italian Consulate. So... Mr. Marco Permunian, how can you apply with your family? Can you even apply with your family? A lot of people, of course, are interested in filing the application together with family members, uh, whether it's a sibling or a parent or maybe an adult child. But uh, people are also interested in understanding if they can uh, get on board other more, say, distant family members like cousins or second cousins, aunts and uncles. Um, the answer is that luckily you can file an application together with other family members and in most cases you can share the process and some of the costs. So the process is more cost effective if you apply for citizenship together with family members. Now, in some cases you can file a literally a joint application, meaning that even if you technically speaking you are separate applicants and each one of you needs an appointment with the consulate so the appointment dates will be on separate days or separate weeks but uh, when i say joint application i mean that the second person that applies can use all the documents that are already on file at the consulate that were filed by the previous applicant and of course i'm talking about the common documents so the documents that these two people share so say for example i apply for citizenship through the consulate in new york and then my sibling uh, who also wants to apply resides in the same consular jurisdiction that sibling doesn't have to provide the consulate with all the documents going back to the italian ancestor uh, that were already provided by the other applicants so uh it it means saving money in terms of documents because you don't need to duplicate all of those documents and the same applies to a father or a mother or a, an adult child each person will need an appointment with the consulate each person will need to pay the consular fee which is 300 euros and each person will need to sign several application forms which are required for the process but they do not need to provide the consulate with documents that the consulate already has and this doesn't apply to people uh, that have to file the application at a different italian consulate so if for example i file in new york and then my sibling lives within the jurisdiction of the San Francisco consulate, it's not possible for the two consulates to share documents with each other. So it's not possible for the sibling that lives 
in, in the San Francisco area to use my documents that I filed in New York. So in that situation, it's not possible to basically share the process. And a lot of people, they, though, they ask whether the fact that somebody in your family applies for citizenship, if that somehow can include you, meaning if you can also get Italian citizenship based on the fact that they apply. So I'll give you an example. Uh, some people, they ask me, okay, my father is applying for citizenship. I'm an adult. I'm over 18. Can I also get Italian citizenship automatically based on the fact that my father is applying for citizenship? And the answer is no, you need to apply for citizenship and file your own application. Yes, you can share the documents that maybe your father filed on the condition that the same consulate is being used. But the simple fact that your father is an applicant doesn't necessarily mean that you will get Italian citizenship automatically. And that applies also to the opposite situation. If you are applying and your father, who is maybe even the person in the Italian line, uh, doesn't apply for citizenship, doesn't formally file an application, it doesn't mean that your father will get Italian citizenship just because you are applying for Italian citizenship. So basically each person who is over 18, who is interested in getting Italian citizenship should proactively file an application and, and sign the application forms and pay the consular fee and attend an appointment with the consulate. That's the only way to formally be recognized as an Italian citizen. The only exception is for minor children. So if somebody who is applying for citizenship has minor children, if the birth certificates of these minor children are provided to the consulate, the minor children will become Italian citizens even if they were not present at the appointment, even if they do not have to pay a consular fee. So minor children are always included in the parent's application on the condition that the parent provides the consulate with the birth certificates of the children. Would there ever be a situation where the children might not be included automatically, say, for example, if the children don't live with the parent or is, is residency like or, or even having um, the full custody rights over the children? Does that play a factor in any way? For example, if a couple is divorced and um, it's the father who's applying, but the children live with the mother, could that be a factor taken into account? Uh, yes and no. So the consulate basically will require uh, their birth certificates to grant them Italian citizenship. And and the consulate doesn't really know whether you have custody or, or if they've lived with you. They only need the birth certificates to grant them Italian citizenship. So whether or not you have the power to include them in your application is something that has to do with the uh, uh, whatever the court decided or based on the agreement that you signed with your ex-spouse um, um, who has custody. So you have to make sure that you follow the rules and that you have the power um, per the court decision, per the agreement that you signed with your spouse to include your children in the application process. But if you do include the birth certificate, the consulate will grant citizenship. Now, at the end of the process, uh, after they have become Italian citizens, when it comes to applying for a passport for them, the spouse, the other spouse, no matter if you're married or divorced, will need, uh, in a normal situation, to sign the application form to, for the consulate to release the passport to your child. And that's, of course, a 
law that protects children and that's basically to avoid that one of the parents um, arbitrarily decides to take the child to another country with a new Italian passport without the consent of the other parent. Very fascinating and how those all can work together. I mean, especially even for adult uh, siblings, uh, that factor alone, um, that if they're living in different places, uh, there's not a guarantee that maybe one might get it and one might not get it or however that may go. So thank you for shedding some more light onto this subject. But of course, the next question would be, how much does it actually cost to go through this process, this application process? The costs that you have to take into account when you apply for Italian citizenship by descent are basically the consular fee, so the application fee that you pay to the consulate to apply for citizenship, the cost of the documents that you have to procure to show that you are entitled to Italian citizenship by descent, so birth certificates, death certificates, marriage records, divorce records, naturalization records, uh, those documents have a cost and you have to pay to, um, to, to get them. There's a cost that you pay to the uh, governmental agencies that release them. So, and the cost of a birth certificate can, can vary uh, depending on the state. And it's normally between, say, a few dollars to 25 to 30 dollars, depending on the record, depending on the state, depending on the county. And those same records will need to be apostilled. And the apostille, uh, we've talked about this in other videos, is a certification that is issued normally by the Secretary of State. And the cost can range between $5 and $25. So each document will need to be apostilled. And and that's pretty much it. You need to translate the documents, but most consulates will accept a plain, regular translation because the consular fee that you pay to the consulate will include the cost of the certification of the translations. So to recap, you need to obtain the documents, you need to get them apostilled, and you need to uh, translate them. But the translations can be regular translations with a few exceptions. So there are some consulates that will require certified translation of certain documents. For example, the consulate in Boston requires the legal documents like divorce decrees, uh, for instance, to be already certified before you submit the application to the consulate. And that has to do, of course, with the fact that um, it's difficult for the consulate to make sure that the translation is accurate and to certify that the translation is, is, is faithful to the original documents. So they prefer that for these complicated documents, a certified translator already certifies the translation before you attend the appointment with the consulate. Um, on top of these costs, there is the, um, the cost of the passport, of course. So when, when you're granted Italian citizenship, you can apply for an Italian passport through the consulate, and the cost of a passport is roughly $120. And on top of these costs, you have to consider maybe the cost of a lawyer or service that you, uh, if you feel like hiring a service to help you throughout the process, um, to gather all the necessary documents and to make sure that the process is, um, is done properly, then you have to consider those costs as well. 
Yeah, that's a, a very important factor to take into account. And so uh, maybe just more of a direct question about ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com and how you help your clientele. Um, is the cost of your services separate from the document fees or are the document fees included within the service fees? So in order to offer our clients with a flat fee, which is normally what's preferable um, instead of having you know to pay by the hour, for example. So we do offer our clients a flat rate for the whole process. So no matter uh, if there are complications during the process, no matter how many documents need to be acquired, uh, we offer our services for a flat fee. But in order to do so, we have to separate our fee from the expenses that are related to the process. So these, say, out-of-pocket expenses uh, are separate from our service fee. And I'm referring to the actual cost. Of course, without any markups, it goes without saying, but the actual cost of the documents, uh, the vital records, uh, divorce records, naturalization records, uh, birth certificates, marriage records, apostles, all of these costs that we pay on behalf of our clients are billed separately, again, without any markups throughout the process. That's great that you guys uh, are able to offer those without a markup on the the. the cost of the documents themselves and something that will make a big difference at the end of the day on the overall cost. But uh, just another question, once a person has submitted all of their documents at the consulate and has had their appointment, how long does it actually take to be granted Italian citizenship from that point? The processing time varies depending on the consulate that you're using and even in, on the country. Uh, where you are submitting your application. For example, mm -hmm. consulate in South America, they are uh, knowingly very slow uh, to process applications. In North America, so the US and Canada, the situation is better compared to South America, for example, Brazil, where the number of applications that are being submitted is huge. Um, Still, it might take several months for the consulate for a consulate in the U.S. to process an application, and the maximum, by law, that the consulate has to process an application is 24 months. So they have to process all applications submitted within a 24-month time frame. Of course, it could take less than that, and depends on the workload of the consulate in a specific moment in time uh, it depends on which consulate you're using but the maximum is up to 24 months and um, for those people who live abroad for example in europe and that file their applications through a consulate in europe the processing time tends to be a little bit faster even if the maximum is the same so it's up to 24 months by law but if you're using, for example, the Italian consulate in, in um, Germany or, or in Paris, in France, then you can expect, uh, in theory, the application to be processed a little bit more quickly. And that, of course, has to do with the fact that these consulates, they do not have uh, these large workloads as the consulates in the U.S.
That's really interesting. And uh, just, again, to quickly move on here, uh, how is the application actually assessed? Because you just talked about how long it takes and a little bit about the process, but what is actually done by the consulate during this waiting period? Once the application is submitted, the consulate basically will review the documents to make sure that you qualify for Italian citizenship, that you are entitled to be granted Italian citizenship. So they will go through the documents, make sure that you meet the requirements. For example, that your uh, Italian-born ancestor either never naturalized or naturalized after their child was born in the U.S. They will assess also any uh, major discrepancies in the documents so to make sure that they can actually connect the dots and, and you know that they are able to establish who's who in your Italian line and um, and then they will check with the other consulates uh, that have jurisdiction over the places where the applicant itself and all of the individuals in the Italian line have resided throughout their lives to ensure that there is no formal renunciation to citizenship uh, filed by these individuals, which is of course something that would would disqualify the applicant, they also need to check uh, if there is a formal renunciation filed in the town where the ancestor was from or was residing before leaving Italy for America. So that's what they do during the application process. Thank you for explaining about how that works, because there is a lot that goes into this process. And uh, just one final question uh, out of our list of frequently asked questions. What exactly happens when you are granted citizenship? I mean, there's so much that goes on while you're waiting. You have to gather all these documents and this and that and the other. Once you're granted citizenship, once you're recognized as an Italian citizen, do you have more things that you have to do? Do you have to jump through some hoops? Or is everything said and done at that final moment? That's a very good question. So you have obtained your Italian citizenship. You're happy. Now what happens? So normally the consulate tells you that you have become an Italian citizen via email. And that doesn't sound so surprising if you think, and we've said this in other videos many times, if you think that you have always been an Italian citizen, so you're just, you've just gone through a process to have the Italian consulate acknowledge that, yes, you were born with Italian citizenship, so you get an email. It's, it's um, that easy. At that point, the consulate will register you automatically with the AIRE. A few years ago, uh, you had to basically take an action at this point and register yourself with the AIRE. Now, pretty much all consulates, especially in the US, they register you automatically. And the AIRE is the registry of Italian citizens residing abroad. And that's the prerequisite to use the consular services, including um, the service that the consulate offers um, for, for you to have a passport, so for you to apply for a passport. So once you've been registered with the AIRE and the consulate has sent your birth certificate to the town of birth of your ancestor to be registered there, which also happens automatically, at that point you can apply for a passport. Now you do need to book an appointment with the passport office at the consulate. You have to show up in person because they will need to take your fingerprints, so it's not possible to 
to not show up at the consulate, you do need to book an appointment and you do need to attend your appointment. And so do your children unless they are uh, under the age of 12. And uh, the consulate will give you your Italian passport on the same day or they will mail to you your passport after a couple of weeks to your, of course, residency address in the U.S. Just one quick question just to follow up on this topic, because many people wonder how long, uh, what's the validity uh, of their passport? How long can they use it? Uh, How many years is a passport valid for? Right now, the validity of a passport is 10 years. It used to be different in some cases in the past. Now, basically all Italian passports have a 10 years validity, which means that after 10 years you need to renew your passport you don't have of course to reapply for italian citizenship that goes without saying you just need to book an appointment with the consulate and apply for a passport renewal and they will give you a new one so you have to give back your old passport or sometimes they basically what they do is they cut a page of your uh, old passport and give it back to you and and they give you a new passport. And just to clarify, this applies to adults. So for minors, the passport has a validity of five years. So it needs to be renewed for people who are under 18 every five years. Well, thank you so much for clarifying that point. I know that's a, a big one that people do wonder about. But of course, just before finishing off this episode, if anybody's needing help to get Italian citizenship by descent, residence, marriage, or whatever it may be, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or give us a call. The number is on the website. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much again, Marco, for making yourself available for this episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. Of course, if you are interested in learning more about Italian citizenship, how to get it, where to get it, why to get it, be sure that you are subscribed to this podcast, both on YouTube as well as the audio-only podcast, where you can also find, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, episodes of the Italian Real Estate Podcast, another project that Marco and I collaborate on, which gives a lot of great information on how to go through the purchasing process or even the renting process or any of the main processes to relocate to Italy as well as uh, we recently did an episode on the relocation services that italianrealestatelawyers.com are now offering. Of course, if you're interested in more content about life abroad, living abroad or anything related to life abroad as a dual citizen, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel youtube.com slash Rafael Furia, or you can find the audio only version of the podcast available through not your average globetrotter on a Google search. Of course, Mr. Marco Penmunian from ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.